This is Letters in Grace for Tuesday, November 23rd, 2021. We see the Trinity in the very first chapter of the Bible. The Bible begins with, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And we read where God created, there was evening, there was morning, one day. So in the first 25 verses of Genesis, God creates the universe, the earth, all the plants and animals in it, in six literal days. Then in verse 26, God says, let us make man in our image, according to our likeness, so that they will have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the sky and over the cattle and over all the earth and ever and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. And God created man in his image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. So if you're kind of new to the Bible, maybe you've missed that in the past where it says, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. I thought it was God who created. Who is this us? Then the language changes again to the singular where it says, and God created man in his image, in the image of God, he created them. Well, the us is the Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. In the beginning, before anything else existed, it was the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit as one in perfect communion, three distinct persons existing as one. They were together in this perfect union and in God's love, he did what love does. He turned outward and created all things out of love and as objects of his love and who would love him and glorify him. So the Trinity is hard at work creating. God says, let there be light and there is light. Verse 2 says, the Spirit of God is there hovering over the waters. So we know we have God, we have the Spirit of God, and what about the Son? Well, the Gospel of John starts out in the same way that Genesis does. It says, in the beginning. What does it say? It says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God and all things came into being through him. And apart from him, nothing came into being that has come into being. In him was life, and the life was the light of men, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. John calls Jesus the word, and the word is capitalized, just like God is capitalized, and just like let us make man in our image is capitalized. God spoke the words, let there be light. Well, the power wasn't in the words, let there be light, but in the one who spoke the words. Jesus is that power behind those words and is the very word himself who not only made man in the image of God, but then took on that same image when he became flesh and dwelt among us. Listen to what Colossians chapter one says about Jesus. Paul is speaking of Jesus in whom we have redemption 
the forgiveness of sins. Verse 15, who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation, for in him, Jesus, all things were created, both in the heavens and on the earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. Wow. And he is before all things. And in him, all things hold together. Who is holding this universe together? Jesus. Who kept you alive while you slept? Jesus. And he is the head of the body, the church. Who is the head of the church? Jesus. Who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, so that he himself will come to have first place in everything? Who rose from the dead and is the preeminent one? It's our Jesus. For in him, it continues in verse 19, for in him, the fullness of God was pleased to dwell. See, in the flesh, Jesus was fully God and he was fully man. Verse 20, and through him to reconcile all things to himself, having made peace through the blood of his cross. Our sin separates us from God, but who reconciled us to God? Jesus. We are under the judgment and wrath of God, but who made peace through his blood? Jesus. So now you know who created all things, Jesus. Now you know who is actively holding all things together, Jesus. Now you know God who has redeemed us. Now you know that Redeemer who is coming again. Now you know the one who will judge the living and the dead, Jesus. Now you know the one whose kingdom will have no end, Jesus. The Holy Trinity is there from the very first verses of the Bible, God the Father, our Redeemer, Lord, and King Jesus the Son, who is now seated at the right hand of the Father, and the Holy Spirit who is busy actively working in the earth and in the hearts of mankind. He is the one who is with us now and working and helping us. So, if you don't know who to pray to, pray to Jesus. If you don't know who to ask for help, ask the Holy Spirit to help you. God is on the throne and loves his creation, and we are here to love him in return and glorify God. How do we love him? 1 John chapter 4 says, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God, and everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. The one who does not love does not know God, because God is love. By this the love of God was manifested in us, that God has sent his only begotten son into the world so that we might live through him. And this is love, not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has beheld God at any time. If we love one another, God abides in us and his love is perfected in us. By this we know that we abide in him, and he in us, 
because he has given us his spirit. We have beheld and bear witness that the Father has sent the Son to be the Savior of the world. Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in him and he in God. And we have come to know and have believed the love which God has in us. God is love, and the one who abides in love abides in God, and God abides in him. By this, love has been perfected with us, so that we may have confidence in the day of judgment. Because as he is, so also are we in this world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear because fear involves punishment, and the one who fears is not perfected in love. We love because he first loved us. If someone says, I love God and hates his brother, he is a liar, for the one who does not love his brother whom he has seen cannot love God whom he has not seen. And this commandment we have from him that the one who loves God should love his brother also. So there we go. Love one another and know our great God who out of love created us, who out of love restored us. He's a good God, isn't he? That's an understatement of the world. That's our Lord Jesus. And I hope that you make time to dive into God's word today to know this God that loves you and paid the ultimate price to redeem you. Thanks for listening today. This is Letters in Grace.